Oddity Files, the podcast, is brought to you by That Witch Beauty. Potions, jewelry, even odd box readings. Yes, ma'am, Pam. Head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash That Witch Beauty. Check it out. All the good vibes, all the magic, all the moon water and crystals. Etsy.com slash shop slash that witch beauty. And we're back. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> That's what I was looking forward to the most, as you saying. And we're back. <laughs> now, y'all have had an episode since uh, we've been in 2022. But Nick and I have not done a Zoom call like this since November 2021. Ah, yeah. Crazy, insane. Your holidays were good, sir. Yeah, it didn't do anything. It didn't feel like... I think I was okay with the holidays not feeling like anything because I mean being in Florida with family and stuff it was it was solid but I didn't like celebrate New Year's that was my rule in the house I was like no New Year's Eve specials I want to sneak into 2022 like a little church mouse no one will know I'm here and we'll just keep on moving <laughs> I did the same I slept right through the ball drop <laughs> yeah, it was great I think I watched I think I watched like I like rearranged our whole house. Uh, nice. Because I got I got pretty sick over the break, but it was just like a sinus infection. Because you know the weather everywhere right now is fucking yeah, <laughs> it's all over the place. So I was just staring at our living room, and I'm like, we can just rearrange all of this. And so I took the week and swapped rooms and all that stuff. Oh, so. I love it. Oh yay. yeah, awesome. It was good. I uh. Uh, holidays were good here. Uh, got to spend time with all the kids, which was amazing. Went and saw the in-laws, which was great. Um, like I said, slept through the ball drop on New Year's. Mm-hmm. I'm just at that age where, you know, it's just it's another day. You yeah. know, I used to cook a big meal for New Year's Day. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I think I made a frozen pizza. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Everything was store-bought for me. It's. I feel like for the longest time. I mean, and I've heard it for years. I'm not going to act like I haven't heard it for years where a lot of people, especially since social media has been a thing where every year it's like, don't make a resolution. You're just setting yourself up for failure. Why is one, you know, one calendar day, the chosen calendar day to make a resolution? It's like distracting you from actually setting goals. So this was the first year truly, and I wish the circumstances were better than what they were to make me do this. But this was the first year where I was like, no goals, no resolutions. I'm just going to keep on living and get the things done that I want to do that make me happy yep. whenever I get them done. Yep, exactly. Mine is just keep pushing forward. And it's not even a resolution. It's an intent. I intend to this year just keep moving forward. So. Yeah. And you got a ton sounds- done. I was like following I don't know everything if I'm, if I'm um what's that called where you're manic and you're not um it's like oh. a psychological disease what the fuck manic depressive oh yeah i don't know if i'm manic depressive because i'm like all of a sudden i just hit this motivation stride and holy shit shit has been going down around here that's why yeah. i didn't worry about celebrating the holidays i'm too busy making potions and oh by the way this podcast is brought to you by that witch beauty which you can find on etsy <laughs> <laughs> also we didn't even say that in name of the podcast we just jumped right in that's how much we missed each other oh my gosh i, I thought i did oh you're listening to <laughs> oddity files the podcast brought to you by that witch beauty on etsy i'm kitsy duncan and I'm Nick Floyd, still. Yay. New Year. Thank uh, God. Yeah, no, you were getting uh, so much done. It was crazy. I think it's like, again, this year, the holidays and like, and this year started 
very poorly. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, just the, right out of the gate. Last year, you know, December, January were real rough months. And this year, I think it was like letting go and taking the time over the holidays that you had that, you know, I wasn't working and you just like apply all of that. And it was just like, I felt like I was getting stuff done. And then I'd open social media and see like all of the things you were doing. And I'm like, this serves me something in the air because we're all getting shit done. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm just sick of waiting. I'm sick of talking myself out of shit. And that's the point I'm at in my life. You know, go big or go home. Yep. I feel like you have to. And if you set enough stuff in motion, which is something that you've been, I think if everyone wants to understand the art of setting things in motion, just listen to 2021's slate of Oddity Files podcasts uh, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year to see you literally mastering the art of just putting enough things in motion and it's just like one after another after another after another it's pretty it's yeah, pretty I'm, great i am super grateful yeah we've got spirit sessions selling out all over the place with paranormal crossroad i um a dream of mine has been to take my little witchy tips and turn them into something. So I have, and I started making potions and jewelry. And like I said, opened a shop on Etsy. So it's uh, etsy.com slash shop slash that witch beauty, one word. Um, Yeah, I'm really stoked about it. I've got, I'm going to meet with some people here locally, get some of the products in some stores out here, hopefully, knock on wood. And I'm just super grateful. I finally just said, fuck it. I'm going to do it, you know? Yep. I love it. And, uh, and you know, I think end of the year is where we all try to get those things in. But I truly believe that there was just so much set in motion for you that by the time you were at the end of the year, it was like the last few things you wanted to get done since everything oh, was already honey, in motion. Oh, I ain't done yet. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> That was just 2021. This is leading into this next year, but yeah, it's super cool. I loved seeing seeing all that and thank you. Seeing all like the rose water stuff and yeah. all the crystal stuff. So the rose water right. is it's just a face toner. Um, any woman who's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. But I have this energizing spray that I think is pretty much the bomb.com. I, you spray it on the back of your neck or like on points in your body where the skin's just a little thinner, like your pulse points, your elbow pit, behind your neck, behind your ears. It's got concentrated green tea made with full moon water. It's got some essential oils in it like lemon and peppermint. And it's also got some crystals in it, which is t- tiger's eye in that one. Oh. And it's uh, for motivation. So I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my thing and I'm hoping people like it and they catch on and they want to buy it. So, and I'm also offering personal, like we're on a zoom call right now, but personal spirit sessions with the odd box. So it's all of that's available on that, Witch beauty on Etsy. If you go to at that, Witch beauty, the links everywhere for the stuff and the things so super pleased got some other things in the works i'm super excited about and i'm trying to learn how to brand myself on social media which i'm way too fucking old for this shit nick well it's impossible now because it's like instagram makes you see all the pictures from like i don't even know what instagram is anymore I know. Um, I keep getting people i don't even follow in my feed so many it's like you're caught up i'm like no i'm not caught up Every yeah. like I follow a lot of people. Four posts is not caught up. Like show Thank me you. everybody else. Like that's what I, I want to see. I thought it was just me. I'm yeah. like I didn't mute everybody, did I? <laughs> you it's, never know. It's crazy. Uh it's truly crazy. I, I I I'm definitely making my exit off of the social medias uh very soon in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um because it's like I, the one thing I can use is Twitter. Like I know how to use it and I can see people's stuff and what they're liking. And like that's the last social media where I can see stuff. But then over the break, um, 
I love movies and television, and I love talking about them, as a lot of people who listen to this podcast know, since we spend so much time talking about it. But over the holiday break, there was this thing that happened where outside of the Marvel Star Wars fandoms, people were like weaponizing movies and like going to war with each other over them. And it was kind of triggered by Spider-Man when that came out. Um, No spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I mean, it was a movie and that kind of like set people off. And then it was like, don't look up came out. And it was this thing that said everyone was like, Oh my God, we can't even talk. Like now you're taking the one thing I love. You're taking my one joy away from me. I'm done. I'm done. Yep. (laughs) They, they did it. They took the last thing away. And yeah. by they, I mean fucking humanity is yeah. what I mean. It's crazy. So, <laughs> people have lost their God-fearing, mother-loving minds. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. over it. It's nuts. We can all just like hang out and stuff and... We can't even fucking do that anymore. But I'm not going to get into the COVID talk. Get your boosters. Get your stuff. Wear a goddamn mask and stay home if you can. That's where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) What'd you get for Christmas before we get any deeper? I gotta gotta know. Oh, so I got some vintage uh, mystical toys that Mm -hmm. I love and adore. Some crystals. Here's one right here because I like have a stack of them on here. Look at this adventuring. Isn't that gorgeous? No, it's not adventuring. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. So, yeah. I I, I would just send Chris links to things I wanted on Etsy. Not going to lie. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I know you got the Ouija planchette Funko, too. Yeah, that finally came in. We I had announced that I had ordered it several mm-hmm. months ago here on the show, but it finally came in, and it's absolutely adorable. So it's this huge huija, and he's holding a, a, a little bitty a, a planchette. He's holding a little bitty huija board in his arms. So, so cute. Super cute. Super fun. I... Just four hours ago, edited our episode that aired last week. So I'm I'm caught up. I remember now what we talked about. And I have to fill everybody in on my uh, evening with Andrea Perron from The Conjuring House. I kind of left everybody mm. hanging. Thank God I didn't post that one before the break because... I'd have gotten more messages and stuff than I already did going, um, when are you coming back? I miss Oddity Files. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, Andrea Perron is, she was one of the children that grew up in the, the Conjuring House. Um, Massachusetts, question mark, Mm -hmm. Connecticut, Uh, somewhere out there. Connecticut. Yeah. And she's a lovely person. I had met her previously, briefly one time, and then I actually got to spend some time with her at the uh, Rise Up Paranormal Paracon that happened out there. And she is a delight. But she opened, so she invited us to dinner. Her and Tiffany Rice are friends and have been for a very long time. So KJ and I just kind of walked in on the the uh, tail end of Tiffany's heels and were like, oh, I want to go to dinner too. So it was beautiful. But so Andrea is talking and no pun intended, but she can conjure UFOs. Just have them what? appear in the sky. She was showing me photos. I'm not even fucking kidding right now. That's amazing. That's amazing and immediately makes my thought go like, is our paranormal and you, is there a connection? Because I know a lot of people say that there are. And so I'm wondering if there is. If Yeah. Yeah. I like mean. Spiritual energy is shared energy with. extraterrestrial energy and you all know that i'm terrified of aliens and (laughs) ufos and shit like that um and actually just that morning kj was like well i don't understand why it scares you it shouldn't scare you i said have you seen every movie about alien invasions that's why it scares me Mm -hmm. so i i brought this up to andrea and she's like oh honey it's fine she's just such a marvelous marvelous person and she started talking about the fact that she is an alien which i'm not judging at all i i i went in with a completely open mind was i a little scared absolutely um but she claims to be of the palladian 
Would it be race? I think so. If, yeah, because it would be yeah. an alien races. Yeah, so that okay. would, that makes sense. I've not done a lot of research on it because it scares me, and and I'm afraid it's going to be this rabbit hole I will never fucking leave. <laughs> so, um, and she goes on describing what most human, no, earthbound Palladians are, and she says it's usually the firstborn child. They usually have blue or green eyes, and they usually have a specific blood type. And I'm like. Well, I'm I'm two out of three of those. I'm the oldest born, and I have green eyes. She looks at me deadpan. She goes, oh, no, honey, you're all three. You're one of us. And I was just like, what in the act? What? And then she starts explaining how this race is here to save the humans and here to... It's the grays that we've got to worry about. The grays are the bad ones. She said that several times. But the Palladian race is here to guide and save the human race. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking beautiful. I'm still not sure how I feel about being an alien. Like I said, haven't researched it. Not sure I want to. <laughs> but, wow, I've never even thought of an alien race coming to help save us and guide us. I did see the Eternals, which was a little bit of that kind of vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so interesting. She was so magical, pun intended, in the most possible way. But I am apparently a Palladian. I think there's like three or four major alien races now we know the grays are bad and that's why they abduct people and that's why they do anal probes i feel like you just found your new book as well <laughs> the, the thing that you were afraid of forever is the thing that you are i feel like there's something real. <laughs> oh well i mean that's what ghost hunting is all about i started out afraid of it huh yeah I, there you go that's so interesting I mean, yeah. are the Palladians the one that live in the middle of the earth? I thought so. The like Viking type yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Norse ones. I thought they were Palladians, but Beth could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. The the Palladians are the Norse ones. I just couldn't remember if they're like in the center of the earth or not because I'm jealous and I want to go vacation there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll, it's like an exclusive club and they just let you in because you're one of them. If I do the research. Yeah, so you just got to find that. You got to find the entrance. That's all. That's my bonus. But speaking of all that, I am on season seven of X-Files, people. I am hooked. I'd hope I so it. if you got that far. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love Skulder and Mully. Mulder and Scully so much. Their their uh, dynamic is amazing. At first, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm the Scully and Nick's the Mulder. And then partway in, I'm like, well, maybe I'm the Mulder and then Nick's the Scully. And then now it's getting all romantic. And I'm like, we're neither one of those. <laughs> we're the aliens. <laughs> we're the aliens. <laughs> Uh, so good. One of my absolute favorite episodes is a Christmas episode where they go into a haunted house. It's got Ed Asner in it and Lily Tomlin, and it's just so fucking beautiful. So good times, good times. If, if you haven't watched The X-Files, I highly recommend The X-Files. It holds up. All the, Most of the special effects are um, organic. So it's not like you've got the CG that's terrible from the late 90s into the 2000s. Uh, I guess it's free on Hulu, guys. Check it out. I, Me and my anti-Hulu shit. There must be alien stuff on there I need to watch so I can get to Middle Earth. But um, <laughs> Middle Earth. I'm, I'm still paying for the seasons on Prime. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> there we have it. So I've got more. I'm going to hold on to it because... We're 20 minutes in, and I've got some paranormal in the news, if you're ready for it, Nick. Oh, I am, uh, I'm always, always ready. This comes to us from phantomsandmonsters.com, and these are usually just firsthand reports of people witnessing paranormal activity, so on and so forth. 
Lon, I can't remember the guy's name who runs it. Maybe it'll be in the story here. But Crawler Humanoid Stalking North North Carolina Horse Farm is the headline. So it goes on, a North Carolina horse farm worker observes activity that seems to that seems to relate to a crawler humanoid. This being is closely watching the farm and has chased cars leaving the farm. The following account was recently forwarded to me. I've got to figure out what this guy's name is. I feel terrible. Lon Strickler. Lon is actually an amazing guy. I've been on his show a couple times. Okay. The end, I quote, I might have seen two crawlers on December 27th, 2021. I work on a horse farm, and tonight while I was feeding my horse, I noticed that they were all spooking at something on the other side of the farm. My boyfriend kept saying there was a person on the other side. I thought he was seeing a tree that looked like a person until he pointed at where it was, and it looked like an unnecessarily tall person and it started to move. I still thought it was a tree until we got to that side and the donkeys that were put over there because of the coyotes were acting scared. They aren't normally scared and that's when I heard something in the woods. We pointed the headlights over and my boyfriend grabbed his shotgun because we both thought it was a person. Then it sounded like it was running away. So I wasn't concerned anymore. Okay. I, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not judging. Um, then we saw one on the property next to the farm, and it wasn't a person. There's no way it was a person. But that's not what scared the both of us the most. It was when I was closing the gate and locking up that whatever was out there started running at me. I ran to the car, Mm-mm. and we got to the main road, and it stopped chasing us. We looked back, and it was roughly eight feet tall and just standing in the middle of the road. I don't know what I saw, but I do know it wasn't a person. I don't know if what I saw was a crawler, but I would like to know if it was. Are they going to cause issues out at the farm? And then there's an update. So that was the first message she sent to my buddy Lon. The update was, they're back again tonight. Will shooting at them make them mad or kill them? Question mark. Oh my God. This, so she went from, I ain't scared to, holy fucking shit, shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. So my boyfriend got to the main gate this time to see if it would chase him or if it was just going to chase me. Oh, well, the boyfriend's got to go, sister friend. So um, just putting that out there. It chased him and the car down the road for a bit. I probably should mention that he was cussing at it and probably made it mad. Like like a rake would understand what cussing is. Yeah. I've looked at some of the other stories and pictures, and I'm pretty sure that it is what we are dealing with. I'm going to try and figure out to link a video of the screaming we caught on camera tonight. We're in a rocky we're in Rocky Point, Point, North Carolina, about 30 minutes from Wilmington, and there is an access to the Cape Fear River not far from the farm. That movie's terrifying. Cape mm-hmm. Fear. Oh my god. Oh my god, there's another update, Nick. Are you ready? Oh shoot. Okay, so this is third third update total we had a horse go down and it ended up calling the vet i'm going into the voice the horse is now fine if there are more than three people out at our farm then they aren't as active other than moving in the tree lines another thing to mention is we had another horse with strange wounds on her but they are horses and it could just be she got herself stuck it's not scratch marks it's more of patches of skin missing, all superficial. I'm really the only farmhand out there. And yes, when I have other help at night, they hear the movement in the trees as well. But logic comes in and most think it's an animal because that's what I first thought until we saw it the other night. I'm not the type of person to believe in stuff like this. Neither is my boyfriend. The logic in me is trying to figure out what 
animal this is, but I don't think it's an animal, and that's what scares me. I just know it was around eight feet tall and skinny and moved quickly. I looked at the security camera this morning, and it was too dark outside for them to pick anything up. Signed, F.G. So many... So- so so many problems need to be dealt with in that story. But, Nick, I'm going to let you start. I mean, the first night not getting it on tape or whatever is one thing. But the second night when it's come back, why did you not take a photo or a video of it? Literally. Or take a GoPro with you. Yeah. Or, like, whip the car around and, like, put your headlights on it. But if you can see it chasing you, then clearly it's bright enough outside Mm-hmm. for it to be seen. So why not just get video of it? And what security camera doesn't have IR lights? Question yeah. mark. I mean, like, really cheap ones. But I just don't understand, like, with Amazon and Walmart and Best Buy, if that Ring. thing... I would get... I would go... If I saw something on my property... That in one night, one night something set foot on my property if I had a farm. The next morning, I would be in front of the doors at Best Buy waiting for them to open. Yes. Go inside, even if I had to return it, and I would buy a whole set of night vision equipped cameras, stick them all over the property, and I would have it all done and ready for the next night. Within oh, yeah. 12 hours, it would all be done. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to have that whole DVR shit where you have to run cords. It's all on your phone now. No. Ring is not a sponsor. I wish they were. But I have ring cameras all over my house. There Never are catch a goddamn so- thing on it. <laughs> there are so many means to get it done that I just like, your story is compelling and that's fine. But how much cooler would your story be if you really? actually had footage to back it up? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm a little, it's always like grain of salty because. You're very scully right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely skeptical, but in this world that we live in, I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see it until I went to the movies the other the other day, um, but there's a new TikTok ad. And the TikTok ad is a bunch of people talking about the TikTok of the girl who found the hole behind her mirror in her apartment and climbed in and there was another apartment. Like, that is the ad for TikTok. Wow. So I hope she got paid some some big bucks for that. Oh, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she made hella money. But I'm like, to to bring it back, it's 2022 now. We are glued to our phones. If the man had the time... To get a gun mm-hmm. and get in the car and drive to see if this thing would chase him. Where in your logical mind of skepticism do you not grab your phone and film it? Or grab a GoPro or grab anything. FaceTime somebody and tell someone to record their screen. Yeah. I just can't. I don't. Right. I don't get it. And that makes me skeptical. Yeah, no, exact same. In this day and age. Now, I don't know. If if I was in that situation, I don't know what I would do. But I kind of hope that I would grab my phone. I probably wouldn't, though. I'd probably run crying. But I, do you think it was a rake? I don't know. Eight feet tall, standing up straight? I, I it doesn't it's sound not Slender that, Man. Yeah, it doesn't sound very rakey. It almost sounds a little squatchy to me, especially in North Carolina. I think there are some sightings that of of the squatch that are uh tall and and slender maybe he just has alopecia i mean he yeah he could be i mean if he's just eating berries you know maybe he's not thick maybe he's just a young squash even even though he's tall yeah maybe he should get some of that witch beauty glamour uh goddess glow for that the hair growth i'm just <laughs> 100%. Rub it all over <laughs> Thank his face. you for that setup, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying it. There's and it, that you need to leave that boyfriend, honey. If he's sacrificing you to see if it will chase you or him, I don't think so. 
ain't nobody got time for that shit. You find yourself a good man that's not going to sacrifice you for the sake of, and not videotape it. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if she was out, I mean, maybe their stories are wrong, but if she was out there with him, and he's like, let's see who it chases after, at least say, like, honey, why don't you film with your camera, and if it chases you, throw your phone down and just run. Yeah. Or, you know, get some of that, you know, Blair Witch effect of you running with the camera pointed at the ground. It'll make great TikTok. Yeah. Like, people can enhance it and stuff. Just get the 4K footage on your phone. Yes. Literally. Start there, and then we'll figure the rest out. But, yeah, your priorities were askew. And if you want to be believed, get some footage. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That was fucking hilarious, by the way. I'm a little skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, kids, we are at the 30-minute mark. I've got a short story, and I wrote down who goes first. It's me. So. I thought I remembered that right. Oh, well done. I did not. Thank God I Alzheimer's years old. We know that. Anyhow. So over Christmas break, holiday break, Hanukkah break, whatever you want to call it, whatever makes you happy, I was watching something and they brought up the fact that Jimmy Carter had seen a UFO before he was elected president. And it's something I always wanted to know a little bit more about. I kind of feel a kinship with Jimmy Carter because my maiden name is Carter and I got teased for his entire presidency um, because my last name was Carter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you want to know the song they would sing? These motherfuckers. And it, it t- now it just sounds stupid. I think it was based on like a Sizzler commercial at the time. But they'd call me Jimmy, which, do I look like a Jimmy? Okay. No. And and they'd go, damn bones, damn bones, damn Jim bones. And then they'd just walk away. They're just so mean. What the heck? Times I, have changed. I, yeah. Times Probably just being a pussy, changed. but I did not like it at all. <laughs> oh. Okay. Back to the story at hand. Mr. Jimmy Carter. And that story goes, I almost (laughs) forgot, a little something like this. On September 18th, 1973, Georgia Governor Jimmy Carter filed a report with the National Investigation Committee on aerial phenomena, claiming he'd seen a UFO four years earlier. Before Jimmy Carter became the governor of Georgia and then the president, he was a typical small town guy from rural Georgia with a peanut farm. They'd always ask me about peanuts, too, in elementary school. Fuck them. <laughs> Not bitter. Not at all. <clears throat> okay. That down-home folksy image was solidified in what has become known as the Jimmy Carter UFO incident, which came out during the 1976 presidential election. Jimmy Carter has always stood by his claim that he saw a UFO in Georgia in 1969, although he has been careful not to say that he believed it to be an alien spacecraft. Can you imagine that line, you've got to walk as a president of the United States? Because you can tell he's a believer. If he's saying he saw a UFO, he's absolutely a believer. Oh, 100%. He filed an official report about the incident in 1973, when he was still the governor of Georgia. He said the experience led him to have more respect for others who have seen UFOs, and he even promised the American people that if he was elected president, he would release all information regarding UFOs to the public upon taking office. They all say that. I didn't even realize that was happening in the 70s. Anywho. So what did the 39th president see on that fateful day? So, picture it. Sicily. No, just kidding. Golden Girls reference. Rest in peace, Betty White. Oh, Betty. In October 1969, Jimmy Carter was waiting outside of a Lions Club meeting in the small town of Leary, Georgia. It was about 7.30 p.m. when he first spotted the UFO, which he called the darndest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Love him. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Carter, to me, humanity-wise, and he is Betty White level. He really is. 
Jimmy Carter's UFO sighting was backed up by about 20 witnesses who also saw the event. And they described it as very bright, changing colors and about the size of the moon. In the September 18, 1973 report, he filed with the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena, also known as an NICAP. <laughs> I just made that up. It's N-I-C-A-P. But we're calling it NICAP from here on out. <laughs> Carter said the object seemed to have no mass, but it lingered in the air for about 10 minutes before disappearing. Over that time, it cycled from a bright blue orb to red and white, red, white, and blue, oh, love it, before receding into the distance. There were about 20 of us standing outside of a little restaurant, I believe a high school lunchroom, he said, and a kind of green light appeared in the western sky. This was right after sundown. It got brighter and brighter, and then it eventually disappeared. Carter didn't think much about it again until it came up on the presidential campaign trail. The 1969 moon landing captivated Americans across the country and led to a small boom of interest in extraterrestrial life as well. By the 1976 presidential campaign, these questions were so prevalent in the United States that UFOs were taking center stage. And, as it turned out, both Carter and the Republican nominee, Gerald Ford, had both had experiences with UFOs. In 1966, Ford, who was then a congressman from Michigan, was fielding questions from his constituents. I can't believe I got that word right. <laughs> Mind blown. Happy 2022! <laughs> new year, new you. <laughs> about uh, so let's start that over was fielding questions from his constituents of course i'm gonna fuck it up a second time <laughs> about some sightings in the night sky are we to assume that everyone who says he has seen a ufo ufo is a reliable witness i think we owe it to the people to establish credibility regarding ufos and to produce the greatest possible enlightenment on this subject he said Later, Ford admitted that he'd taken a, hard quotes, special interest in the Michigan sightings, so much so that he'd requested the Armed Services Committee of the House to convene a meeting on the matter. Although Ford never got his request fulfilled, the matter once again took center stage when he ran against Jimmy Carter in 76. Because of Carter's UFO sightings, he had a slightly different take and brought up his own experience as proof. And I quote, One thing's for sure, I'll never make fun of people who say they've seen unidentified objects in the sky, he said. If I become president, I'll make every piece of information in this country, no, I'll make every piece of information this country has about UFO sightings available to the public and the scientists. I'm convinced that UFOs exist because I've seen one. Jimmy Carter continued to demonstrate an interest in UFOs throughout his presidency. He promised to look into the Roswell incident to investigate any potential cover-ups. An unconfirmed account suggested that then-CIA Director George Herbert Walker Bush told him the full truth about what the government was hiding about UFOs. Can you imagine being a fly on the wall for that conversation? <laughs> nice. That meeting reportedly reduced Carter to tears. Although no independent corroboration of this event is known to exist, and Carter has always denied believing in extraterrestrial forms of life. In 2005, Carter told GQ magazine that he was able to recount the event with such accuracy in 1973, four years after the incident, because he'd taken a tape recorder with him that night and had the witnesses dictate their experiences as well. However, he just stopped short of claiming that the UFO was from outer space. And I quote, it was a flying object that was unidentified, but I've never thought it was from outer space. As far as covering up possible flights from distant satellites or distant heavily, heavenly bodies, I don't believe in that. There's no evidence that is ever covered up or extraterrestrial people 
coming to earth. I don't think it's ever happened. I, I feel like that was written for him. Anyway. Mm-hmm. President Carter's grandson, Josh, later told podcast 561 that after Jimmy Carter's UFO incident, his grandfather made the distinction between an unidentified flying object and an aircraft from outer space. But questions around what the 39th president really saw on that fateful Georgia night continue to linger. The most likely explanation comes from Dr. Jeray Justice, who believes that Jimmy Carter actually bore witness to a barium tracer cloud. Okay, Mr. Debbie Downer, do we have to go there with the weather? Okay. <laughs> Citing NASA documents and the former president's official report, Justice's claims, Justice claims, no, Justice's claim has been submitted officially to the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library as an explanation for what he saw that night. Ultimately, and despite promising to release information about UFOs to the public once he became president, Carter declined to do so, citing defense implications to some of the information to this day. And Americans are still waiting. This article is word for word straight from the pages of allthatisinteresting.com, written by the stu- super talented Bernadette Giacomazzo and checked by Adam Farley on October 11th, 2021. Wow. I feel like a lot of presidents have had you know. experiences, I mean, between ghosts in the White House and Bigfoot with Teddy Roosevelt and aliens with the... Uh, with our good old friend Jimmy Carter. Yeah. It's very very interesting. Yeah, I've always I'd heard that he had seen um I knew it happened before he was president, but it was it's nice to finally know the entire story. I had no idea Ford had his own experience that he kind of downplayed. So that was super interesting. Um so there you have it kids, the story of Jimmy Carter who is now, I'm sure, at the age of ungodly years old. Was he like in his 90s now? He's got to be, mathematically, yeah. mathematically speaking. Still building homes for humanity, I'm sure, because he's just a magical human being. Because maybe the peanut farm wasn't working out for him. Guys, we're going <laughs> to throw it over to some, com- some commercials, <laughs> and then we'll be back with Nicholas's Nicholas's story, if you will. <laughs> are you aware I wrote a book? <laughs> of course you are, unless you're a first-time listener. I wrote a book called I'd Rather Talk to Dead People about my experiences at some of the most notoriously haunted locations in the world. Find out why Johnny G's Beat says one of my 2020 favorites, or why Christina says wonderfully written and exciting. Katie says it's one of her best reads ever. Corey says it's paranormal investigating with heart. Head on over to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and just search I'd Rather Talk to Dead People by me, Kitsy Duncan. Things are a little crazy in the world right now, but you know what makes it better? Our fur babies, of course. Whether you're a dog person or a cat person, a fish person, a bird person, maybe you like turtles. I mean, most of those last ones don't have any fur, but you know what I mean. It always helps to save a little money. Head on over to tinyurl.com slash OFChewy to save a little money on our fur babies and help support Oddity Files, the podcast. It's so easy to do. Just head to tinyurl.com slash OFChewy. Do it. Like the idea of an escape room, but don't want to leave the house? <laughs> I feel ya. Have you heard of Hunt a Killer? It's this really neat concept, and it's delivered straight to your home. And you know what? They need homebody detectives just like you. After her sister Beth's death is declared an accident, Gwen needs you to help prove she was murdered. Sort through evidence, piece together clues, and catch the killer in this gripping murder mystery game. It's like an escape room delivered to your door 
every month. Find out why Bustle says a massive, intricate murder mystery. Does this not literally sound like a dream come true for any true crime fan? Or the Washington Post says it's not for the faint of heart. Is this calling your name? Does this sound like your jam? Head to tinyurl.com slash huntakiller promo to get your murder mystery sent to your door today. That's tinyurl.com slash huntakiller promo. Is it time to spruce up the place? Are those cobwebs not really decorations? Do you just need a change? Well, I've got the deal for you. Dot and Bow has so much to offer. Everything from just sprucing up the bathroom with new towels to light fixtures, living room furniture, bedroom furniture, even office furniture. They have everything from the top trends today, or maybe you're just looking for that haunted mansion type vibe. And I mean, same. Dot and Bow has everything you need. So head on over to tinyurl.com slash dot and bow promo. Help out the podcast, spruce up the place. I mean, we don't want Aunt Susan walking in again this holiday season saying, oh, nothing's changed, do we? Do it now. tinyurl.com slash dot and bow promo. Need more scares in your life? Well, duh, we've got you. Just head over to tinyurl.com slash get shutter and you'll automatically get seven days free of this all horror, all the time streaming network. From their endless selection of the best in horror, the original programming and exclusive content to their flexible membership plans. Shudder is exactly what you need. Plans start at under five bucks a month, and yes, you can cancel at any time. I mean, what are you waiting for? tinyurl.com slash getshudder. tinyurl.com slash getshudder. G-E-T-S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Let's get scared. Oddity Files, the podcast, is brought to you by That Witch Beauty. Potions, jewelry, even odd box readings. Yes, ma'am, Pam. Head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash That Witch Beauty. Check it out. All the good vibes, all the magic, all the moon water and crystals. Etsy.com slash shop slash that witch beauty. And we're back. And we're back. Yes. Yes. I guess I have a story too, which I was shocked. Oh, thank God. I, can't. <laughs> I was one. shocked because this is another yet another story which why am i the one who's always telling stories about your your home your hometown i don't i don't think to do them sometimes like if it's like like step cemetery not a hundred step cemetery step cemetery the two different cemeteries step cemetery is right down the street from me so i think i did a story on that once um but you know, I, I, I think it's just I hear about it all the time. I see about it all the time on the socials. I, I don't think to do a story about them. It's it's very interesting. I also it's it's hard because like, for example, this specific story. So this story is the story of 100 Steps Cemetery in Brazil, Indiana, which is so interesting. I've been to. So I, Chris and I used to do um, storage unit auctions. It's the only reason I've been to Brazil. <laughs> That uh, that whole sentence is just so fascinating to me, and I have so many questions, but I got a story to tell. Okay, thank God. <laughs> so it is known as the Hundred Step Cemetery, but it's also Carpenter Cemetery or Cloverland Cemetery, okay. which is interesting because the sign in One Hundred Step Cemetery is uh, states that it's Cloverland Cemetery. Okay. Uh, is there actually 100 steps within the cemetery? So that's the tricky piece. And that okay. kind of comes with the history of it all. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a supernatural hotspot, that's for sure. You're definitely going to want to check it out after this, hopefully. Uh, okay. 
and you you can report back. I'm on it. A hundred steps cemetery faces west on a hill overlooking North County Road 675 West. For those who don't live there, like me, I don't know uh, what that means at all. Me neither. It just sounds like a country road. <laughs> it does. The cemetery was established around the time of the American Civil War and is still an active cemetery. It's called 100 Steps because, as you've probably guessed, visitors must ascend 100 steps to reach the summit, which... Of a cemetery, it feels like if you have to climb 100 steps and you're burying everyone on the ascension of the... That doesn't feel like a safe thing. No, I feel like that's a that's coffins popping out of the hill just waiting to happen. Yeah, or like a, like a graveside service. Like, how does everyone stand? I, literally. It just feels tricky. Hashtag uh, Indiana shit. <laughs> yeah, only in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> County officials have installed a new staircase in recent years, uh, which is a fun fact to know, apparently. There you go. Given the age of the old half-buried staircase and the popularity of a cemetery, the new stairs allow for easier navigation to the top of the hill. And they look really nice. There's pictures. You can Google it. Lovely. Uh, As for the legend, there are two different ghostly tales that exist for this specific cemetery. The first is fairly simple. And it goes like this. At midnight, under a moonless sky, a visitor must ascend the steps, counting as he or she goes. One should count 100 total steps by the time the summit is reached. Then, the visitor should walk back down and count the number of steps a second time. At the bottom, the visitor should have a different number. The mismatch supposedly is caused by a supernatural sleight of hand or perhaps the fact that visitors are counting stairs in the middle of the night. But who is this person to judge the validity of such a tale? Which, it sounds like a lot of math. <laughs> I feel like that just could be like you're just so exhausted by the time you get back down that you've missed I mean, a and step. And if you have ADHD, forget about it. Yeah, I would, I would be able to make it like 40 steps and then I'd lose count. It's like singing a hundred bottles of beer on the wall. A hundred bottles of beer. I'd always, like, three quarters of the way through, I'm like, I- I'm over this shit. Yeah. I would come with, like, I would outsmart the steps, and I would come with, like, a deck of a hundred cards. Ooh. And every step, I would lay one, and then when I go back down, I pick them up, starting from 100. And if one is missing... oh. I'm going I'm to steal that idea. I mean, if you're going to go, you should definitely just get like a... I'm sure they have like, to help kids learn numbers, a 1 to 100 deck of cards. You just get a $4 deck and yeah, do it up. Uh, the second legend is far more sinister. This is the one that actually drew me to the story in the first place. In this account, visitors again should climb to the top, counting as they go arriving at a hundred steps at the top. On the summit, the visitor should turn around and look down the hill. And at the bottom of the hill is the ghost of the first caretaker. (gasps) And it'll appear and reveal the manner in which the visitor will die in a spectral vision. That's fucking terrifying. It's pretty spooky. I'm not a fan. Not at all. Uh, With the ghostly fortune finished, the visitor will descend the steps, counting again as they go. At the bottom, if the number of steps is the same as the way up, then the vision was wrong. If there is a mismatch, the visitor will die in the manner revealed by the phantom caretaker. During the process, if the visitor leaves the path, or doesn't count the steps, a devilish hand will force the person to the ground, leaving a deep red handprint on their body for several days. I need to see photos of that shit. So there are multiple uh, accounts specifically um, who have said that they have been pushed and who have... Uh, had an imprint of this mark of the devil on their person, on their body. 
which is very interesting. It sounds terrifying, though. I don't want to see how I'm going to die, for fuck's sake. And so they're like, well, if you don't get the same amount of steps on your way down as you got on. Well, they've already said that you're not going to get the same amount of steps on your way down as you got on your way up. So you're fucked either way. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Uh, Apparently, as a part of the history of this specific cemetery as well, uh, there are actually documented, and it's documented in Indiana State University's folklore archives, which is also a thing that you should probably go check yes. out. Yes, it's very Ooh, cool. That down, I- Indiana uh, State. Indiana State University folklore archives. Okay. Um, there have been multiple instances in the eighteen late eighteen hundreds uh, about body snatching in this specific cemetery oh shit um which is also highly illegal yeah but in the days before cadavers were donated on a regular basis to medical schools uh, what's called resurrectionists would scour the cemeteries this one in particular um for the recently deceased oh wow so yeah, there's actually, in Brazil, Indiana, November 19th, on 1892, there is an actual archived story in the Indianapolis Journal um, <laughs> of grave robbing. And the, the they say that the person whose grave was robbed is the caretaker who <gasps> presents you with the spectral vision. Oh, it just went full circle, Nick. Look at the good you do. It's very, it's, I mean, it's, it's a wild story. So that's the thing. If apparently the caretaker views you, the person, as having no business being in the cemetery. So when, if you're walking up the stairs, you're up to no good. Therefore, if you get there to the top and you turn around. You shouldn't be there in the first place. And so that this is the grave that was robbed. The caretaker then tells you, you know what? This is how you're going to die. Just as the rest of us did. And, oh, yeah. And, and you're not going to get that same number on the way down that you did on the way up. So you're fucked, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very interesting. So uh, this person specifically who wrote this article actually went to the cemetery. Uh, it's actually... Only open from sunrise to sunset. Okay. So, so you, you can't, can't be there it. at night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. do I you, know a guy you, who knows a guy? I might have to look into that. I'm sure you do. But I also find this interesting that it's got to be a problem if people, if they've shut it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's got to be some eerie stories. But the, the person who wrote this article went... And counted 98 up and 96 down. Never counted 100. Either way. Really? Yeah. <sighs> it's it's interesting. And before they had said that it was it could have been because the stairs were old and they were buried and this and that and all, you know. But th- now that they put the new stairs in, it's easy to count. So yeah. The fact so you, that have, you to have to stand out there and count them and first make sure there's 100 stairs. Yeah. And then you walk up and then you walk down. With your flashcards. Yes. Always flash. Flashcards are the way to go. But anyway, that is the that is the story of 100 Steps Cemetery. Uh, that came from IndianaGhostDetectives.com. Nice. As well as... Well, shout out to some Hoosier ghost hunters. Yeah. And then visit Indiana.com. Love it. Yeah. Well, and this was all so. from the last year. Or two years, 2020 is when this article came Oh, wow. Insane. Great. Look at us both doing, like, up-to-date stories. I love it. I know. I love it. Awesome. I've always wanted to know about... So there's also, there's a cemetery in Indianapolis or maybe north of Indianapolis that's got mounds in it or something that allegedly fairies live on. Oh. I was going to do that story, and then I went into the whole how to attract a fairy story like a year and a half ago and never found the story about the fairies in Mound Cemetery, but I'm pretty sure that's either in Indianapolis or just north of it. But Brazil's kind of west 
of the city, I think. Don't judge me, fellow Hoosiers. I want to do, just from looking at this and and other stories that we've told, I want to do one day, and maybe when I'm older and like have saved enough money to not work ever again, but I want to just travel around the United States and go to places that are this, that share the same name as other countries. So, like, go to Brazil, Indiana. Oh, go there's to, like seventy of them in Indiana alone. There's a Peru there. It's insane. It's crazy. But I feel like that could be a fun goal, like Manchester, Tennessee. Yeah. Brazil, Indiana. Um, I don't know any other off the top of my head, but those are two that I did. <laughs> same. <laughs> That's why I was like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, what's next? <laughs> he knows more. No. I didn't know Manchester, Tennessee. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay. All y'all had a month to send in stories. That's all I got. I'm not saying anymore. I do have a... Send them in, oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Okay, that's really it. I do have a story sent in from Anonymous. And it says, okay, so obviously I'm new here and I've not ever really researched much about the paranormal. But as I get older, things seem to be brought to my attention more. But here's what happened. My husband was diagnosed with liver disease. To make a long story short, he became very ill to the point where I thought he was going to die and not make it to his transplant. We started sleeping separately because his body would shake and tremor so much that I couldn't sleep. The transplant occurred on July 16th of this year well, of last year, I guess around six months prior to that, I started waking up at four in the morning. I was born at 4.11 a.m. and thought that possibly this was the reason. That's interesting. I've never, I've never had that thought before. It kept happening over and over. I'd wake up anywhere between a little after 4 and 4.35 a.m. On July 14th, he was in the hospital because it was getting worse and it was about, and he was about to be discharged home to hospice when they told him that he they had a liver for him and to stay. Later that day, he told me they would be taking him at around 2 a.m. and prep. And guess what time the surgery was? Yes, 4 a.m. As a matter of fact, they called me from the waiting room to let me know that they were about to proceed at 4.35 a.m. on my cell phone. Talk about weird. I wonder why I kept getting this over and over and why it was waking me up. Has anyone else ever had similar things happen or heard of this type of thing? Super interesting. Huh. I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing as well. I mean, I feel like it's very... I don't know. Like, if you have expectations of something... Because our minds kind of do a lot of work, even when we don't intentionally want to do said work mentally. I feel like maybe that's it. Like your mind has triggered these specific things that, because your mind goes best worst case scenarios, and and I don't know. I I that it stumped me. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Any of you have weird stories like that? Things that happened. You figured out why you were getting up at that time in the middle of the night. We'd love to hear it. That's yeah. that's a new story idea, guys. Just we'll, we'll take fucking anything at this point. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Not wrong at all. So next week you get to hear about my quantum healing session with mm. my friend Andrea Lynn. Um, it's so I tried the therapy thing. wasn't for me. This is better than therapy. Just putting that out there. I'm gonna try teasers. Well, at least till I get through my list of things I need to talk about in early 2022 for the next episode. Um, and Nick, throw something out there. Tease. Doesn't have to be true. Uh, what am I teasing? Uh, anything to get people to listen next week. Make um, shit up. You got to tune in next week to find out uh, what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, check out all the stuff and all the things at flow.page slash oddity files. I want to put this out there. I would love a, I don't want to say cheap, but an artist who is reasonably priced. We need new podcast art. And I kind of want an X-Files themed podcast art of Nick and I. 
So if anybody out there can do something like that, please reach out, kitsy at oddityfiles.com. We desperately need new podcast art. I will shout out your name every goddamn episode if I have to. We just need to meet up at the next place, like wherever the... We just need like a photo opportunity is all we need. We're like, we're staggered and like our backs are turned to each other, but someone's like looking off this way and someone's looking off that way. It's like the classic X-Files look. Photoshop, boom, done. Yeah, well, yeah, we totally. We don't have to should. be in the same place. It's we can true. Just separate, I, and then. Put I might them have together. a green screen around here somewhere. There you go. See where Look I have us. no idea. My house is still under construction. I forgot to add that too. <laughs> Jesus, fuck! There's dust everywhere. Check out our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/OddityFiles. Shout out to our producers, Donald Blanchflower, Ryan Hoke. Weird is the nope. I'm Kitsy Duncan. Weird is the new cool. <laughs> and I'm Nick Floyd. Ghost on. Little out of practice there. <laughs> Oddity Files the podcast is brought to you by That Witch Beauty potions, jewelry, even odd box readings. Yes, ma'am, Pam. Head on over to Etsy.com/shop. Slash that witch beauty. Check it out. All the good vibes, all the magic, all the moon water and crystals. Etsy.com slash shop slash that witch beauty. Thanks for listening. Head to flow.page slash oddity files for all things oddity files. Links to our merch, links to our sponsors, links to all the things oddity files. We appreciate your continued support. We appreciate you spreading the word. Please don't forget to leave a review on wherever you're listening. Again, all things Oddity Files at flow.page slash Oddity Files. Theme music provided by James Grice. Edited by me. Take care. We'll see you next time. No, you won't. You'll hear us next time. Bye.